What's going on, everybody? This is Chris, the wingman. Daniel Trackrat back here on this baby right here. And today we've got Will Wright from Nashville ATV Repair. He's a little slow on the uptake, but we'll work with him. It's all good. This is his first time. There was a version eventually, right? At least once. I Maybe once. once. <laughs> but welcome to Wingman's Garage, coming to you from Nashville ATV Repair. Nashville ATV Repair. You're kind of, well, hang on, I'm watching So this technically it's not Wingman's Garage because we're really the guests, right? Wingman's right. Garage hosted by Nashville ATV Repair. There we go. The first time hosted by Nashville ATV Repair. Yes, the first time. First time, and this won't be the last. This will not sure. be the last, no. Um, but let's also say hello to this beautiful... Beautiful CVR knife. Something I'm like hanging my shit on. I don't right? know. <laughs> How could you? Have some respect. You know what? Put, I put some respect on it. We talk about it. <laughs> yeah, know. it's kind of weird, but you know, for most of you who've seen nothing but Daniel's couch. And the back of We've actually got motorcycles. Yeah, we've got bikes in the room. It's weird. Like, you see the back wall, and it's yellow, and it doesn't have anything really on it. And Will. Yeah. And Will. And four wheelers. And quads. We also have the Arctic Cat. Was this the one you just ordered parts for? Yes, I ordered a Suzuki okay. Seal for this Arctic Cat because it has a Suzuki motor in it. Yeah, it does have a Suzuki motor in it. Yes. Awesome. That's probably about the best thing about these things. You know what else? What's great about these is that I can order parts from you. Yeah. From me? From you. He can't order parts from me. No. Not for anything he's got. He do. could order parts from me, but, but it wouldn't work here. <laughs> it wouldn't work for anything here. <laughs> no. Anyways, thank you for joining us. This is episode 37 because Winter is here, or Winter is near, and Will is here. I think that's Winter's here, Will's yeah. here, everything's here. Um, no fear. Again, being a live episode, you can ask questions, make comments, say hello, what's up. Anthony um, Drake's online, what up, dude? What's going on, buddy? This, Daniel up. is fielding the questions. I'm fielding questions, today. so if they're dumb, I'll probably just look, I'll just go, I will call your name and go, no. <laughs> just letting you know. I won't, I won't handle that. Awesome. Anyway. But, uh, thank you for joining us. Yes. He's had some great ideas for us. Um, Anthony's actually been one of our first listeners. He is probably one of the first. In case anyone didn't know that. Yeah. He has, he is definitely our first listener and, uh, nothing but love for you. Absolutely. You so I'm much. still going to mess with you, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to get back better in the shot. Here. Anyways, yes, get in the shot. Um, you got some interesting news today, didn't you? I, I got some. Let's start real quick. I'm kind of depressed by this. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because it's one of those news where I'm a fan of this manufacturer, like a really big fan, and this has happened again. Again. EVR is ramping down production. It's That's Eric's fuel racing, if you didn't know. it's think It sounds like it's going to cease production and cease life at the end of the year. So For good? For good is what it sounds like. Wow, what happened? Uh, it sounds like they just didn't move the product, and the business model was sound, and just people weren't buying anything. I didn't know they really ramped up enough to have product. They had enough product out there to do. <coughs> like They've got bikes out there to buy, and it just it didn't it didn't work. I guess we'll never sucks. see that Black Lightning. Oh, no, you'll see it. They've made them, but it's like you'll get it for like a year. They're still going to provide parts. They're still going to provide warranty and everything else, but no new bikes, man. That sucks. Hmm. Where would you get one? Uh, the closest dealer is in Indianapolis, I want to say. Something up, somewhere up north. Um, kind of close to their home. Yeah, it's kind of close to their home. Everything. There's there's a few dealers. There's like a dealer in Florida, I think. There was a dealer in Chattanooga that carried them. But after the first die-off, they quit. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. who's Somebody else is here. Here, you want to hold that while... No, no, that's your job. What? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Why did I volunteer for this shit? <laughs> it. Oh, I don't want to do this. This is... Anyway. Um, but yeah, sucks, man. Yeah. <sighs> just when you thought... Just when we thought everything was true, going good. True American Sport yeah. would actually make it come back in. But back hopefully Eric will get picked up by somebody <coughs> and start doing some cool stuff. Right. But... Kind of, you know, on that same note, was really interesting. I don't know if you had seen it on um, our local Facebook motorcycle group, mm. but uh, someone actually posted a picture of the proof of concept number two of the 1125R. Yeah. Yeah. That used the uh, the Thunderbolt. Yep. Uh, for the Barracuda. Barracuda. The yeah. Barracuda bike. Yeah. Yeah. There was that. They had actually built one. Yeah. And there was pictures of Eric riding it and everything else. It was yellow. And... They pulled the plug right as they were about to release that, and all the prototypes and all of that stuff. They've got a picture of it in a dumpster. 
I saw that and I was so upset. I'm the like, dumpster. Are you kidding me? Oh, the that, only thing that you'll build that belongs in the dumpster, even then, was a blast. Was a blast. Yeah. Even then, I don't think it deserves to be in the dumpster. It doesn't deserve to be in a dumpster, but I mean, it was Harley's need for a, their teach their yeah, learner bike. It was yeah. a great learner yeah. bike. Yeah. Yeah, and also the blast was what up. Uh, 500 cc. It was a single, yeah. Yep. So at 14 years old, oh yeah, the was out. You, you could, could ride it. You, you could, could ride it with a uh, right a learner's permit. Yeah, learner's yeah. permit. Yeah, and, so and I mean, have a bike that was different enough to be cool. What up, Brandon? Benfield's here. Oh, what's going on, Brandon? Dude, we I, he's gonna be, he on the needs show. To be on the show. He'll yes. be on the show. Yes, yes. Brandon. Brandon's fun. Brandon will be cool. But yeah, we'll get this one to reach out to you and get your schedule. Yeah, Brandon will be on. Yes, for sure. Yes, but um. You had also done some other reading this week about uh, the new Fireblade. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what do you read about this? Honestly, I haven't had the time to open up the link. Okay, so they're saying in the track test and everything, John McGinnis actually wrote it for two days. The stock one and then the SP2. It's a lot less physical than the old bike. Okay. They're, they were screaming for more power. They've got it. And they're saying it's going to be it's what they need. Like what they've been screaming for, because it's not really a, it's an evolution of concept right. for just a refinement, really. Yeah. Okay. It's because it's yeah. the, still the same frame geometry, it's still the same cases, but it's all new bodywork and everything else. And they say the front end feels a lot lighter too because of the aerodynamics up front. Hmm. Um, there's more power. The SP2 is the one without the electronic suspension, but it's got all the other electronics, the yaw, ABS, and everything else. With the SP2 is the homogenation special, so they can run it in World Superbike. Right, closest uh, thing to us. Yeah. Super. World Superbike bike you can, you you can get. get. Right. Um, Nikki got on it this weekend. Really? They just started testing in Jerez this past, like these past couple of days. Started off ninth. He was a second, one point six behind. Uh, what's his name? Johnny Ray. Hmm. Today, he is now five or six tenths of a second off third. Wow. And it was. Johnny Ray on the Kawasaki, which you can't really touch him in testing right now. It was an Aprilia, I think. I have to check the times again. And then it was, um, who's the other dude on the Cowie? Whoever the second guy is on the Kawasaki, his name escapes me. I'm sorry. I should know this. We should both know this. But we should. He was running 140.3. Nikki ran a 140.7. Wow. Or 8. Something like that. Wow. So, they've only had the bike for three weeks. Yeah. That's so. That's a... This says a lot. The yeah. development time, they haven't had a whole lot of development time in there, but the fact that Nikki is such a good development rider from his days. Oh, they've had eight years in developing this bike. Well, <laughs> anyway. Who knows how long they've really been working Yeah, on. but this thing, in proof of concept, now that they've got the data, they're going to start wrenching on it and start messing with it, and it's going to be one of those where Phillip Island might be a struggle as long if they don't get rain. But toward the tail end of the first section of the year, Nikki's going to be right up there because it's going to be they're going to get the motor right, they're going to get the motor flowing, and it's going to be good. All right, way, proof of concept, everything's going to work. So cool. there's that. Have you been following any of this here recently, Will? No, no, okay, no, no. But what Fair actually? Enough. How? What? What does it take to call it a fireboat? It has to be a CBR one thousand. Or technically it's anything big, outside of a 600. It's a it's the fire blade. Yeah, it's the big CBR. Okay. Because yeah. the fire blade started in '92. Right. Here. The CBR 900 R is what we got. Right, and they had fire blade written on the side of yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the name of the bike. That's the name of the CBR 1000 over in Europe. Or anywhere yeah. else outside, outside of the US. US. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. honestly was a cooler name. Well, I mean, I'd love that. The American market apparently doesn't want names on anything. Because they just want numbers. You can look at cars now. Right. There's no names for cars anymore. Yeah, the Ferraris. And well, it's all numbers. Yeah. Every last bit of it. So, apparently, guys, we don't want names. I want names back. You can be 600. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. But, so, there's that. April! Hey, hey! Kryptonite's on, here. Do you know why she got that nickname? I'll tell you that nickname later. I know the answer. Do you know the answer I to that? Do. We'll I tell you that story later. Tell Love me you. Now. Huh? Tell me now. Okay. April's part of the club with us. <laughs> Love you, April. You're going to get... This story's about to get told. So, we're at a set party. And Which April, is a party for, you know, all the bike clubs. Bike clubs in, on, the area. in the area. We're at a set party. And April is dancing. And April is a very... Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Bad dancer? No. No. She's a wonderful dancer. 
She's fantastic, but it's one of those. Is she's she she is shaped exceptionally well. Put it that way. Mm. So she's dancing, and everything stopped. You can hear the record. You can crash. hear everything going on, and every man behind over there behind her is doing this. So she, her nickname became Kryptonite. <laughs> but anyway, love you. Welcome. We really that. do. Welcome Thank you for showing us every week like you have been. David's here. What's up, buddy? What's going on, David? David, congratulations on... No, oh, hey. That David. That David, yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Hey. By the way, uh, David, on a much more, be- a much better note, has nothing to do with motorcycles, found his daughter. Oh, hey. She's, I don't know how old she is, but he hadn't seen her in forever. But congratulations. That awesome. wow. That's great. fantastic. That's I'm glad. Cool. That's, one, that's yes. wonderful news, by the way. That is awesome. So anyway, uh, um, real quick, for you just joined in, this is Will. This is Will. I'm Will. Yep. And we are at National ATV Repair. National ATV uh, and Bike Repair. It's just ATV Repair, I guess, sounds better. I kind of yeah. feel bad for everybody that's going to be listening to us later. We're kind of spastastic all over the place. But how is that any different than normal? True that. I mean, okay. come on, man. But, um, true. yeah, continue on. So, there's that, 17. Oh, she's 17. David's down to 17. There we Very go. Very cool. So, but yeah, again, congratulations. I'm really yes. happy for you on that one, David. Um, but yeah, so, well, I what other news do we have? That's kind of all I had. Yeah, that's uh, like, well, you know, some other real news. We kind of talked about uh, a couple episodes with Colin. Yeah. How 2016 actually saw some decline. Yeah. Kind of odd, though, because uh, last, I think maybe two weeks ago, we mentioned Triumph actually Triumph had the biggest recognized year had. the biggest year they had in a long time. And then <coughs> BMW, yeah, they did such a good job of marketing last year. Oh, they did oh, incredible. They did such a good. But BMW actually just announced that too, that they actually experienced growth in yep. 2016. Ducati as well. Yeah, Ducati so, had a really big year too. Well, the Scrambler helps with that. It, it does. So I think there's a lot of changes going on in the market. Yeah, the, I know the Japanese companies kind of lost it. Which I'm not sure if that might have been just what they were pulling. It might, they might be just pulling that, and it depends on... The Sorry, way. the heat's on. Now. The heat just cooked on. Sorry, guys. But, but like, it's, it's yeah, it is a little chilly. <laughs> but it's... Again, it's your niche brands that are better at marketing yeah. to the people that have yeah. the disposable income to do that. Yeah. Youth bikes is up and down, and yeah, the, average, the median age is 47. Mm-hmm. Those so, are the people spending money. Spending money. So, yeah, that's what we were talking about uh, after your show yeah. last week. The yes. median age for a motorcycle owner is 47. Right? Yes, yes. So does that mean that's anybody who has a motorcycle registered to their name? Yeah. 47. Yeah. yeah. That is the average motorcycle rider is 47. What percentage of that here do you think is hard? I'm going to say, in all honesty, it's probably 50-50. I was going to say 50. Yeah, I was going to say 50% yeah. Harley, 50% everything else, yeah. just because of... I will agree with that. Yeah. Harley's been struggling for years to capture the, the younger generation. Yeah. Um, so most of the people who are buying Harleys are honestly kind of our age yeah. or older, because we grew up with Harleys being the cool bike. Yeah. yeah. Um, love them or hate them, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. You know? Um... Kind of going off of what we were saying earlier, one of the things I read today, and I actually did read something today, amazing. Liar. Um, the trends in the motorcycle industry for 17 are going to be catering to those niche bikes. Yep. Um, if you cannot specialize in a certain niche, you're not going to make it. No. Um, which is very smart for companies like Yamaha yeah. and Ducati. Um, and obviously Triumph because they are a niche company period yeah, Triumph's a niche company just be like that bomber that came out mm-hmm. that's a home run oh yeah that all yeah. The, the smaller stuff it's going to be easier for younger people to get into and all that kind of stuff okay it's a proper bomber right yeah. off the show right off the floor. Floor. Yeah. Joe's here Joe Naoki's here it's Joey Naoki Renteria's yeah, here hey. Naoki's here awesome what's going on guys John Allen what's up <laughs> because Trump says Joe because EBR is well, I'm not getting into any of that yeah. tonight. I want no part of that. Yeah, that we're, we're not going to. No, I want no part of that. That's a different um, podcast. That's a different. I'm, no, I'm not going to do it. Not ours. No. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Not right Not right now. We'll talk about it later. later. Um, <laughs> event coming up this weekend. Arena Cross is this weekend. Arena Cross, yes. That's going to be fun. I don't, I've been to one. I haven't been able to go lately just due to scheduling right now. <coughs> I love Arena Cross, just for the sheer fact it's more 
point and squirt, elbow to elbow, and they mm-hmm. the way they start where they're like stacked four deep, like four and then four. Oh yeah, that's. I see that, and as a the safety worker guy in me, I see that, and I go, "That's just asking for somebody to get packed." Right. And this Don't is kind of more your specialty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'll be there, section one twelve for yeah. the kiddos. There you go. Um, you know, that's what's great about that is yeah. it's something. It's a show. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a Saturday night show. They got the lights. They got Everything. they got it all. Um, you know, it's something for them to look up to. Something for them to get excited about. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's a read across. You know, it's a yeah. uh, it's. It's quick. Races are quick. It's got like that every class going too. They've got yeah. like, kids going. Like when I was up there, they had kids running. They had adult, like the senior class running, like forty plus, all that kind of stuff. So it's always going to be fun. Yeah, right. There's always races going. And this is the kind of stuff that we need, yes. especially kids, to go to. Again, we talked about that in that episode with Colin. Right. You know, this is going to be what drives the kids and their parents to the dealership to buy mm-hmm. a three thousand dollar motorcycle. But yeah, <laughs> it's just it's. And hell, it's fun to go see. Yeah, like, it's, guys, a great, it's a great Saturday it's, night. Yeah, it's not 25, just, 30 feet in the air. How can you how It's can not you just sport. It? It's, it's a show. Yeah. Oh, hell. Eric. Oh, Eric. My cousin Eric's at the show again. Good to see you again. What's we, going on? We'll talk later about your other show going on. What's going on, Ryan? Ryan, Ryan Blackwell is here. Oh, yep. yeah. so... Yeah, <sighs> fast bastard. Anyway, uh, I'll catch up with you one of these days, fucker. Yes, and we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll we'll soon. chit later. We'll chit chat later. Um, I guess. Was there anything else going on? Not really. Um, I had to look through a text message again, and that means oh. I have to get off this, and I don't. I can't do that. Right hey, now. I rode the other day. You did ride. This is the first time Thirteen's been out since she's been down. Yeah, she went to the gas station and back home. Because oh, wow. you probably froze to death. No, only because I didn't want my first shakedown run. To be a 60-mile interstate sprint, that just didn't sound like fun. No. Yeah. You know, just in case I happen to forget to do something like tighten a bolt or something. Yeah, last thing we need yeah. you to do is have a front axle back out. Yeah. And so, you go tumbling. And then you would tumble it out. Yeah. And there isn't an S1000R to be, to be bought. There might be. <laughs> there somewhere. might be. Whatever. But, um, yeah, I did ride. Yeah. I ended up switching out to the Hayabusa and then had to go home and we'll leave that for a different story. Sure. But... Uh, I did ride, which was yeah. really nice enough for my ass off. I rode and, uh, Saturday. Yeah, you did. To come sit, hang out with you and give you some stuff. And, and then you went back home before you froze Yeah, so. I rode, I went, got food and went home because I knew it was about to get cold. And yeah, that was fun though. I, this guy rode. I rode Saturday. You did ride Saturday. I did. I did. Went and rode some dirt roads. Set up the uh, Nashville Supermoto boys were there. There we go. Nashville Supermoto boys. We need to have some of those guys over. For a show slash video, whatever we gotta do an outside show for that. That's perfectly fine. That, yeah. that is perfectly fine. There's something something about those guys. They never wear out the front tires. I don't know. I don't know. It's what it is. it's something with the bike that it's like the tire wears really not even. You think it's because all the weights on the back? No, I think it's more along the lines of they the probably front put, wheel never touches the well, ground. Well, no, they put helium in the front wheel. That's what it is. Tire. That's gotta be what. It That's is. gotta be what it is. It's night. It's. But to to combine that with what you know we said about the market and the yeah. younger crowd mm-hmm. and how expensive bikes are, mm-hmm. supermotos are not that expensive. No, supermoto oh, wheels, no. Are expensive. wheels are expensive. The only problem but, the only problem with the supermoto market here, and I am an unabashed supermoto fan. I've just never had. Always not. I'm gonna kick you in the throat. But I've just never had the opportunity to ever get one because I went from I got that SV. To, I had the SV for forever, and I was looking at something like a Speed Triple or a Street mm-hmm. Triple, maybe a DRZ, but I got the deal on the S1000, so I was like, well, no. So the DRZ, like a Supermoto, might end up being the commuter bike eventually. Stephanie's here. Hey, 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 Queenie. Hi. Um, and there's that. What? Zach's here. Zach, yes, we are sitting next to the Smoking Joe's CBR, and be jealous because oh. it's wonderful. It's a clean one. It's a clean seat smoking Joe CBR as well. Still got so, still got the mid 90s graphics. Yes. Yes. Anthony asked, who else wrote to work today? Not this guy. <laughs> Not this guy. Not Mr. Cole. <laughs> one that, it's one of these. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But um, other than that, that's really like Arena's Crosses this weekend. Um, did anybody watch Anaheim? I haven't been able to no. watch Anaheim. No. Did you? You mean Anaheim where 
Is, is I know Roxon got worked. I saw that crash. That? I that saw was, the crash. Yeah, that was incredible. That was dirty. I did not see that. I've heard all about it. Dirty crash. Yeah, he came down. He came down really hard on his shoulder. I think uh, he's, he broke his arm. That's he broke his arm, so he's out for the season. It's already out. Yeah. Just and like he that. was destroyed. Yeah, right? I'm first Anaheim, he let, ran off and hid. Yeah. Like, he murdered people. That, Dude, was, that guy is a monster. He is, yeah. He is so fast, and he's so fit, and he's so... Dedicated to his training and all that, yeah, he's he's a force to be reckoned with. He's like, hard, he's hard to stop. Yeah, you and know? it's I mean, Dungey looked at him and goes, I, "Well, we all need to know. Well, all know where we need to be now." Yeah, like yeah. again, I watched Anaheim and I'm like, "How are you gonna touch this dude?" Like it reminded me of Bubba in his prime, or Jeremy in his prime, because it was a hunt. You know, it yeah. kind of goes to prove the point, though. There's always somebody faster. Oh yeah, there's always gonna be somebody faster. You know, when you think you're already at the top. Guess who's going to be coming up behind you? Someone you don't know. Yeah, that's going to just take the world by storm. Yeah, that's just the yeah. way it is. It doesn't matter what what you're racing. No. it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't think the CBR is for sale. It's no. It is a private owned, privately owned bike. Um, who asked that? David. Ah. Um, and then Zach. Yes, the smoking Joe stuff is always fun to find. Always. It's always yeah. great to find. Like the uh, this bike and the smoking Joe CBR mm-hmm. six hundred. The F3, those are awesome. You Such know, I remember seeing the Smoking Joe for the first time. It was actually on a 600. Yeah. And this was back in 96. When the F3, brand new. yeah, it was brand new. And uh, I remember seeing it for the first time. I'm like, oh, God, that's hideous. Now <laughs> you look at it. And then, like, go. a week later, I saw it. I was like, uh, no. And the week after that, I saw the same guy again. It's like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Kinda now you see it thing. now, and you're yeah. like, damn, I want one. Right? Yeah. Ryan, my first so track weekend will be NCM April 29th. This one's the very first track weekend of all time. Wait, it's going to happen. April 20, shut up. <laughs> April 29th at NCM is my first weekend. Um, we'll let you know. I think we've got a crew coming, but let, message me, and we'll get everything set up. We'll all pick together like we did last time. Yes. Um, my brother's here. Caleb's here. Hey. What up, dude? Mom? Thank you for finally watching. But it's okay. <laughs> We're, you're, you're family, so I'm not going to pick on you too bad. There we go. Um... But yeah, that's that. So but yeah, David, sorry, it's privately owned, so it's not for sale. Um, uh, I guess at this point, I think we've done enough talking. Have we? What about Will? Let's talk about. Let's Will talk. First. Let's introduce Will let's officially. Talk. Yes. I'm gonna go to the bathroom again. Did you get to hold on to that? He's just doing that so I can get to answer all the questions. Yeah, I want no part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, real quick before we start that, Joe says on June 10th. There's going to be a run what you brung car versus bike versus bike versus car on the hill in Kentucky in Kentucky in Kentucky. Uh, uh, I'm going to be getting some of the details here later. Is that so, on a mile? Probably. And uh, <laughs> yes, lots of squids. I'll be one of them on the track eventually, Ryan. Uh, and yes, Brandon, EBR is definitely shutting down. Um, we actually talked about that a few minutes ago. Uh, again, really sad to see that happen. He gone. He's gone again. <laughs> At least until somebody else picks him up again, which yeah. I hope someone does and does it right. Uh, if you are just joining us, we are going to be live for another, I don't know what time it is at this point in time, uh, for at least another 45 minutes. And... We will be answering your questions and comments. Or at least this guy will be. Shut uh, up. No, after we've gone off the air, you can still ask questions and comments, and we will answer them as they come up later in the week. Uh, they just don't have to tell the truth if it's after the fact. No, we right. can come we'll up with a much better it. answer that sounds better after that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> come on, you know us. <laughs> well, Ryan wants to know, are you going to be riding on the track this year? Um, we kind of talked about this the other day. Wait, you know what? what? I'd, I'd love to, but uh, I'm into the uh, the dual sport thing right now. I'm riding an XR600. Put her on a track. We can do it. Yeah. yeah we can do it. I've done it before. Oh, you. I'll come on out. Awesome. All right. So, Will. Let's talk about Will. Who are you? Um, my name is Will Wright. I, uh, uh, I am a partner here at Nashville ATV Repair. Nashville ATV Repair. Yeah, Nashville ATV Repair. We are a uh, motorcycle shop and ATV. Uh, we called it 
Nashville ATV repair because Nashville motorcycle repair was taken. Yes, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I know. I, I might know the individual that has that. Yes, our friend Andrew. Andrew yes. is uh, he's a great guy. He's been here. Uh, we ride dirt bikes with him time to time. I actually did kind of wonder about that myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, we uh, we catered towards the ATV crowd because uh, there's a lot of hunters, a lot of farmers out there that have ATVs. Especially that, um, here in Tennessee. Yeah, right, especially right, here in town. Right. That don't always have a lot of friends that have four-wheelers and things like that, and a, uh, someone who I respect told me to um, cater towards the ATV crowd because they told me that the super bike or the street bike crowd will just always be there. There's just so much street bike business in this town yeah. and not a lot of independent shops here to take care of them that they'll just show up. So that's exactly what we did, and we've had uh, we've had great success so far, and I'm super success- or super. Um, Excited to have all the business that we've had so far. The shop's yeah. dope too. It's one right. of those. It's one of those shops you walk in, you go, "This is just cool. Yeah. This is just fun place to be." I am a little jealous. Just a little bit. Just a little. Real quick, Doug Doug's here. Oh, hey, hey, what's going on, Doug? Dude, thanks for joining. Thanks us. Thanks for joining us. We all need to get together and go ride again. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but yeah. Um, so how long has the shop been open? Yeah. Uh, we've been here in this location <coughs> for a year. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, we are at. 3639 Trousdale Drive. We're by the zoo. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hang on a minute. We just lost it. There. We should be there. We are. There we are. We're back. We're back. We're back. Technical difficulties. Sorry about that. So try that again. Uh, We've been in at this location right here for less than a year. We're at 3639 Trousdale Drive. We're here by the zoo. Close to the Purina Dog Factory. Yep, and I'll be posting um, the address and contact information in the show notes. Absolutely, because this is this is someplace you want to bring your shit. Yep, absolutely. And um, yeah, our our shop labor rate is seventy five dollars an hour, which is pretty decent. Which is really say. decent, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's good compared to the uh, the dealership rates that are yeah. going around. And um, you know what's great about being an independent shop is that we can offer. Um, uh, we can we can do things that a shop can't. Shop can they won't let you bring your own parts in. Yep. You have to buy the parts, uh, you know, from Honda or you know some of their aftermarket parts. Mm-hmm. We don't mind putting, uh, you know, used parts in bikes as long as it's not crap. Don't yeah, yeah, crap. You know, we can we can inspect it before we put it yeah. in. but most dealerships won't touch it if it's mm-hmm. something that's, you know, less than pristine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and so um, yeah, so yeah, so we can work on the older stuff, and we can you know we can put used transmissions in a uh, a nine hundred double R, which this one doesn't need it, but we do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you know, we charge we charge ten hours for a motor job, so you know that's seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, to drop the motor, completely spread it, figure out what's wrong, put it all back together, and we don't mind putting used parts in. We can't guarantee the used parts. Yeah, right. But you know, you can buy a whole transmission for this bike right here for. Like three, four hundred bucks, probably less than that. Yeah, yeah, one hundred fifty bucks sometimes. Where you know sometimes you can buy one gear <coughs> from Honda for one hundred fifty bucks. So yes, you know, it, you know that's that's great stuff. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you, was one of the advantages of being a small shop? But there you go. He kind of segued into it. Yeah. There, Joe has a question, and this is one of those deals where it's kind of kind of segue off one way. Since we start talking about track stuff, Joe has asked. Uh, in our opinion, which bike do you think is better on the track? ZX6, R6, or G6R600? Uh, looking to buy one or the other soon? What's in our opinion? You go first because I have a pretty strong opinion on this. I think if you're looking for a bike that's going to be nothing but track bike, assuming that it fits you, I think the R6 is the winner. And again, one of the biggest things is making sure a bike fits your needs and not going after what the bike is supposed to do because all three bikes are fantastic machines. Um, for some people, a GSX-R just fits them better than an R6. For me, the R6 is a great track bike, yeah, but it's cramped. Mm-hmm. Not quite as cramped as a Daytona, but it's yeah. cramped. But it's intended because it's not made for comfort. Um, again, it's really kind of hard to say which bike in particular Especially since I know your skill level, um, you would do well with either one. Or any of them. Any of them. Um, I'll throw my two cents in on this. Um, oh, real quick. The R6 is going to demand that you ride it harder than the others. 
Now, you know his skill level while we're talking. He can run. Okay. Um, an R6, you can grow with an R6 a lot better. You see a lot of a lot of club racers and a lot of your semi-pro guys that run R6s. Um, the build quality is there, that kind of stuff. If you want something that's different, you didn't mention this, but look at a 675 Daytona. Ryan just... Ryan rides one. <coughs> I remember he had one. Yep. Torque man is really nice. Um, and Ryan doesn't do good at all. Ryan's terrible on a 675. It's <laughs> it's just embarrassing in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. And we say that in jest because that bastard's really quick. Um, if you want a 600, I'm always I've always been a Suzuki fan. I'm always and forever going to be a Suzuki fan. I like the GSXR just because the front end is really precise, and that's across the board with Suzuki. Like Suzuki's design trees has always been the front end is really precise. Mm-hmm. Yamaha is a very all around, very well done all around bike. ZX6 is going to be a lot of power. The suspension ge- geometry is good, but it's not fantastic. It, um, and if you're looking at the rider triangle sitting on the bike, yeah, the ZX6R is the most spacious of the three. Uh, a lot of people said the the GSXR is a really comfortable bike. Uh, and Which compared to the R6, yeah. Yeah, is. and on, on another end, you don't have to get a 600. A 750, a GSX-R 750 with race plastic and some decent suspension, you will never need another track bike. Best all-around bike you can find. You will never need another track bike. You'll never need another sport bike. Right. Honestly, a GSX-R, a, a newer, like a 2013 to 20, or 2012 Hell, to 2014 GSX-R 750 is perfect. And Doug, thank you for reminding me about that bike because I wouldn't have even thought about it. But yeah, GSX-R 750 with a Full pipe, ECU flash, or power commander, and some good sets of suspension setup. You're laughing and grinning the whole time. So, but yeah, honestly, if you're gonna, you know, plot for a 600, put another seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in your pocket and go get a 750. If you're not gonna race, right. if you're racing it, R6 or G6R. Right. You but have if you weigh in on this one, um, I do not. Okay. I've never been on a track. On a street bike. Okay. So, well, neither have I, but I do <laughs> But, sorry, we kind of went off on a tangent. But right. um, if you're not going to race, and it's, it's going to be a track bike, but you're going to just do track days, G6R 750, or if you want to go European, like Ryan's picking on you for, 675. Yeah. Daytona. Another bike bred for the track. Oh, yeah. 675 Daytona is fantastic. I'm mad at you for selling that one, by the way. Yeah, they had to go. Yeah, uh, but anyway, back to the back to Will. Yeah, back to Will. All right, Will. Real quick question: Being that you're in the industry, uh, we got to ask, what is the one machine here? <laughs> I posted this one earlier. I posted this one. What is the one machine that you get in here that you wish you could never ever have to work on ever again? That bike um, that pulls in and you go. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't want to deal with this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one bike that will pull in and I'll, I'll send him right away is a Aspen Cade. Oh, oh God, those tanks! Yeah, no, I'm not touching it. Oh God! Yeah, uh, just to just to do a rear tire is um is painful. Yeah, so it's you won't even light one in the shop. Nope, not touching it. That's <laughs> that's another thing that's great about being a uh, independent shop. Yeah, I don't have to do it anymore. No, <laughs> you know? no. You know we're uh you know a new, you know new gold wing they want to come in for a you know. Anything? Tire change? Yeah, yeah. Anything. They're they're super accessible now. Yeah. The uh, the older ones were. It's just too much stuff in such a little space that mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. And um, you know, you take that to the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> David Joyner's here. What's up, David? What's going on, David? Um, Doug Holt says his friggin' FJR thirteen hundred. This is one you won't touch. <laughs> Why is that? Oh well, Doug will answer us here in a minute. But hang on. It's in a million pieces all over his garage. Oh, That's yeah. why he won't touch it. <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, but yeah. See, no, no, we get some basket cases every once in a while. But, yeah. um, you know, we have charge accordingly, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, a, there's enough charge for that. Well, yeah, you get the, the guys with the CL360s the bat, in, the bat, in the box. Right. Man, they, yeah. And they're like, they'll be the, the smallest little thing missing. Oh, yeah. A little spring, a little screw, something. But it's going to hold the job up for two weeks. Absolutely. You can't get that part. Yeah. Yeah. Which on the older bikes, I assume you work on a lot of the old vintage stuff. Um, Actually, we don't. Um, It it is, um, 
If it's points ignition or kickstart, we won't work on it. Okay. Right. We take, okay. take that on down to Andrew. Andrew yeah. We've got to stack yep. these cars right there. Yep. We need it in and out. We uh, we like the um, uh, like 1990 and up. And know, again, that's a good year to call it. Right? There's a ton of bikes that are fantastic out there, and they're easy to work on from 90 and up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's one of those deals where you know what. I don't, I don't blame you. Points and that yeah. kind of stuff. I want no part. Where are you going? Yeah, you gotta... I'm taking a look at this. What? Chris is being weird. Hang on. Oh, hey. What? What are you all hanging? Chris, huh? what are you doing? I'm going to answer this question from Vince. Sorry, we just killed the video feed. Dude! Video down. In a little bit. Hang on a second. We'll, we'll, he'll answer that in a minute. We'll save this one for after the show because it's a little in-depth. Oh, but I will definitely answer that question. Doug melted his relay in his fuse box that's tucked under the front ferry. Oh, wow. So that's why it's in a million pieces. Hmm. I'm sorry, but the V4 puts off a lot of heat, as you find, as you now know. So, mm-hmm. good bike, though. Hey, yeah, FJRs are cool. Great so, bike, though. They've, they've got a whole meetup thing over in uh, East Tennessee once a year. Yeah, FJ, yes, right? they do. Yeah, that would, I think that just like cool. Honda used to have the hoop for all the gold riders, the Goldwing riders. They don't still have the. Uh, they, don't the they don't have the. I don't think they do the hoop. I no. remember when they had the Goldwing Riders Association mm-hmm. show here in town years ago. We ended up renaming it the Goldwing Restaurant Riders Association because <laughs> they ate everything in the damn city. And then, um, oh God, we bought. I was working at Castle, and we bought up uh, three times everything on all the Goldwing crap that we stocked. Tires, brake pads, oil, oil filters, cables, the whole nine yards. Sold every last bit of it. Really? I'm not kidding. They bought, like, Goldwing Riders bought more shit that week from, I mean, everything. We blinged out more Goldwings that weekend, that week. And these are all the 1800 guys. Like, when the 1800 had only been, like, three or four years old. That bike. Golden age of the Oh, God. That Goldwing was. If you ever, everybody's seen that yellow gold wing go through the gap. Yep. We've all seen that video. Yeah. Yellow wolf. Yellow, so, wolf. yellow yeah. wolf, not the rapper. Not yellow wolf. <laughs> yellow wolf. <laughs> so that guy, that guy, does he hold the record at the gap? No. The record at the gap is held by a guy named Gap Jedi that did it on an old, from my understanding, he did it on an FZR, like an old school FZR 600. Really? Like, I guess that's not his given name. No, 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 no. That's it's, it's the nickname. Oh, if it was his given name, that'd be even better. Yeah. His parents would hate it. It would make sense. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to be his parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But oh. no, it's, I, I think the one-way run averaged, I don't know how he did it, but it's like 55, 60 miles an hour, one way, average. It's like seven and a half minutes. Wow. It's, like, I drove it in my, in my old Mini I had, and I was just like, you guys are insane. There's no way. I mean, I'll go hit it. I'll go have fun. But I want no part of trying to break a record through there. You yeah. can keep that shit. Yeah. Hell no. But I mean, it's only 11 miles, so you can really learn it really quick. But, yeah. but at the same time, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you got to find a day where there's no nobody there. there. Yeah. you got to yeah. go there in the week. And on Saturday, that place is a zoo. Yeah, yeah. So I have uh, acquired some friends over there in East Tennessee. Yeah. Who don't go to the Gap just because it's too busy. Yeah. They say there's so many more roads over I mean, there. That's what I trust like anything else. There's one that's like when you're at there, there's this, the store that everybody kind of meets up at in the resort. You go down the hill about 75 feet and hang on left. It's called Hellbender. It's longer than the Gap. It's got little tight sections that <coughs> opens up a little bit. It follows the river. Hmm. And you go for probably 30 miles doing Really? Oh my God! I, we caught it. I caught it. We. I was out there for many, many's on the dragon, and I went out there just like on a Saturday night, drove Sunday, and then went home. And it was me and my buddy John, who was in his car, and another guy that had really well set up many. We were flying. I mean, really going fast through there. Hmm. And it was then like you've got Hellbender, and then you got the Cherahola mm-hmm. with the Skyway, which is. That's where the big bikes go. Yeah. They are flying. Jerry, what's up? Jerry, what's going Jerry's on, here. That's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> he might be Ghost Rider, but Ghost, Ghost Rider is retired from the Swedish guy. Yes. He's finally retired. Yeah. He was selling that turbo boost that he had. I'm surprised he's still alive, period. He never really crashed all that often. Which is amazing. If, you, if you've yeah. ever seen his videos, yeah. it's amazing. I've got, I've got one of them. Where he was, it was the one before the last Upsala run, 
where he went, he built that 0506 turbo GSXR 1000 and carbon fibered it out mm-hmm. and everything. It's like 290 horsepower GSXR 1000. They didn't yeah. really shit. And just, I, it was the one before that. And he was, this was the one where he dressed up as a cop uh-huh. and was chasing people. He had the siren and everything. And they, they found a Swedish, they found a Swedish rally driver and stuck him in a Z3M coupe and just tore across around the ring road in Sweden. I mean, the, the guy in the car is lane splitting. I mean, the guy's, like, the guy in the car is ballsier than Ghost Rider. And he's like, leave it. It's nuts. I've got to dig that video out. It's amazing. Like, the shit that he does. So when did he start as the Ghost Rider? Because I've seen some old videos that are super green. 2000, 2001 2001 is when he kind of, like, hit. Like, when the internet started, like, getting to where you could put videos on it. Yeah. 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 And he just, he... he I was watching when it was still on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest one, he got pulled over. He never got caught when he was doing videos and shit. He got pulled over impersonating Ghost Rider on a bicycle. He's on a bicycle dressed up as Ghost Rider. The cops pulled him over, took him to jail, wrote him a ticket, and he walked out. He's got this big shit in your grin on his face. He's like, so I got a way to do, Will. <laughs> um, I can't dress up like Ghost Rider anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, about that. I know how that feels. Yeah. Um, I didn't even get on a bicycle that day. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Thanks for coming by. Doug yes. Dad. Oh, gotcha. Thank you, Doug. Uh, thanks for hanging out, Doug. And well, uh, again, we can have him on. Too. We do. We, and Doug's, we Doug's got some fun stories, probably. Uh, for those who just joining in, yes, or just leaving, or just leaving. Uh, again, this is Will. We're at Nashville ATV Repair. Um, this is a live show, but if you're joining in when we're not live, yeah, still leave your comments and questions. We will get to you. We will definitely get back to you. Um, you can always call us too. Two six two five. Go ride. We haven't said that yet. So two six two five. Go ride. There we go. One of these days, I'll actually remember the real number for that. Uh, but yeah, always as always, leave us a voicemail. Leave us an intro. Leave, tell us how much we suck. Yeah. How much you like Will. Uh, how, how much? much how much like better Will is than us. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't talk much. Well, I think we should let him talk. I think. Well, I, you, oh. guys, you guys do a great job of talking. No, you guys, I gotta ask these great talkers. We do have it. We have to. really good. Gotta ask you a question. Okay, okay. so you're a dual sport guy. Yes. Um, I've actually got a couple of people out there that I know that ride adventure bikes and dual sports. Yes. Um, is there a rise, as far as you see, in the amount of people riding adventure and dual sport? I get a rise every time I ride my dual sport. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. oh that's a little bit different podcast, too. But uh, Just did happen. You touched my tank. We're talking about. <laughs> Whoa! I'm, I'm not. I'm not drunk enough for this shit. We'll quit. We'll quit. But yes, there is a rise um, on the dual sports scene, and I think it's because um, there's a lot of people getting run over on street bikes. So yeah. you know, if you can get a dual sport, head out of town. You know, go see. You know, go see the country. Go see some dirt roads. It's um, it's a lot easier to find dirt roads now. You got Google Maps and all that. And uh, we've got a, a Facebook page, um, Middle Tennessee uh, Dual Sporters, um, Middle Tennessee Dual Sport Adventures. We'll add that uh, to the show notes. Yeah. As well. That's on the show notes. And National Motorbikes just shouted you guys out and just put them on the web, yeah. put them on their website. Cool, there you go. cool. I gotta, so, come, I gotta come see y'all. I'm, I'm in Franklin. I need to come down there and see your uh, see your shop. Uh, store. So is uh, you think part of it is the fact that there's more adventure bikes to choose from now, other than a big ass BMW or a KLR? Yes. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's there's a lot of adventure bikes out there. Yeah, um, it seems like every all the manufacturers have finally woke up and said, "Hey, we need to do this." Mm-hmm. Right, where it's like the market has finally grown to a point where people don't just want the GS, mm-hmm. or they don't want the because I mean you've got the two, you've got the GS and you got the KLR. Right, mm-hmm. KLR is a lot more dirt oriented and the BMW the GS not really but yeah. well the GS is a little bit more street oriented you can take them both places right. but a, aka dual sport but everybody's got them now Honda's right. got the CRF coming out they've got the CRF they've got the Africa Twin yeah. the Africa Twin the Africa Twin is awesome 
And it's cheap. Oh. It's like eleven grand. That's yes. that's a buy. Yep. Like the V, the new V Strom coming. New V Stroms. Yep. That new Versus three hundred, yep. six fifty, and the big one. Yep. And honestly, the Versus three hundred looks like a lot of the Versus, fun. The for Versus four, five grand. The Versus three hundred is probably the little buy if you just want something to put around, go back and forth to work, and then honestly, jump I up. I think it'd be easier to ride than a KLR off road. Yeah, yeah, yeah KLR yeah. off road be kind of a pain, especially early ones. Yeah, I mean they, they do it, but the uh, we think about the seat height too. You yeah, know, there's um, you know I, I'm at an advantage. I can ride any bike out there, but yeah. you know I'm I'm damn near six three. Yeah, there's a uh, you know there's short guys out there that can't ride an XR six hundred. Me, XR600. I'm one of them. Yeah, so me on me on a six me on a six twenty five adventure is really funny looking. <laughs> yeah. I can't get a KL or a XR six fifty off of the kickstand. I um. Which is funny because yeah. me on a six means tall as shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. me on a six twenty five adventure at a stoplight is really funny. <laughs> the one the one leg isn't touching the peg and the other leg is tiptoed. Yeah. Like it's like it's the most awkward look you'll ever see in your life. Like, it like KTM's have all and the KTM stuff has always been really good. It's just the price point was always really hard to get into, mm-hmm. so it kind of was it wasn't really effective to get younger riders in there. Right, but with that. Hell, even with that Africa Twin, that CRF two fifty rally, the is Yacht is the six fifty Tenere still around? No, is it here? It's not here in the no. states. The Tenere, the Super Tenere itself is a really rare bird now. Yeah, you know, you've got to get the guy that absolutely has to have that. Yeah, yeah, and that's a, that's a big bike to take off. That is a know, big bike. That's, that's a little much. Yeah. We had one traded in at BMW, and it was they looked at me and they're like, "Oh, you should get it." I went, "No." <laughs> yeah, I no. think I think two big factors though that contribute to. How the dual sport scene is growing yeah. is one. You talk about like last last weekend we talked about um, the like median age. Yeah, he actually yeah. listens. <laughs> this is amazing. But the the median age for the um, you know the the motorcycle owner is about forty seven. Right. Yeah. So you got a lot of guys right there at forty seven that uh, you know can't go get the trails anymore. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of guys that can. I'm not saying can't if you're older. And there's a lot of fast older guys out yeah. there. Yeah. Just you know. Terrace Massey, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's you know, there's older guys who can go out there, you can throw, a, um, you know, throw a blink kit on a dirt bike, and yeah. you can you can go cruise. And also, there's not as many places to ride dirt bikes anymore. Yeah. No, you know, and that's one of the things for me. One of the reasons why I don't ride dirt bikes, other than the fact that I can't afford to like it. Yeah. Is I, can I like to go places. You know, if you're on a track or a trail, that's kind of all you get. But if the dual sport, you can take your bike from your driveway, ride it to wherever you're planning on riding to, mm-hmm. ride through the wilderness for as long as you want, then ride home. Yeah. You don't need a truck. You don't need ramps. All you need is gas. They're yeah. really good at getting away from cops, too. Are they? Know this. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Jump on a fire road, the cop can't follow you. That's what you gotta do. I think, I think what's, cool what's cool about cops on fire roads is they don't care what you do. No, they don't. <laughs> you're just a bad guy out there. Hey, hey. E, what's up, baby? Um, but yeah, if you're on a fire road and you're out in the middle of the de- like wilderness, or if you're in a desert area, there's no rules. Go do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, you can go do whatever the hell you want and not get in trouble for it. Yep. And then who cares? Ride home and ride home and be fun. Yep, absolutely. So and they're cheap. Yeah, they are a lot cheaper to get into. Yeah, they are. Tires are cheap. Tires are a lot yeah. cheaper on a dual Tires sport. are a lot cheaper on a dual sport, and they sure as shit are on, on street bikes. Yeah. Somebody just said, Toby on the multi's funny. Yes, <laughs> that is funny. That is very entertaining. It was John. Uh-huh. Yes, John, Toby on the on the multi is quite a, kind of funny. Anyway. Um, and you know, uh, last, yeah. uh, last week we touched on a... Um, project that uh you know there's there's one going on in town where there's a guy that's going to build some cb 500s yes. yeah and actually i know them yeah i know them very well i know them too yes yeah. i do we're doing them here yep really yep. cool rally raid kits on some cb 500 x's that's awesome to make this yeah. bike a true adventure bike because Honda's already kind of got it labeled as their adventure bike which for the most part really? is it's a light adventure yeah but with these rally raid kits coming out of that's all awesome. France or uh, no uh, England, UK, UK yeah, yeah out of the UK, UK I mean these things are mean really you've not really? seen a rally raid I, I haven't seen the way that they're doing yeah. the 500s out of the rally oh, dude, it's mean yeah it's great yeah it, it's fantastic and what's another great thing about it is the seat height is real low so anybody can jump on it yeah and also it's a it's the CB500X so I can get on it and be yeah. comfortable on it yep and it's got uh, enough power to get you just about anywhere you need to be so I want yep. 50, 45, 50 horsepower and, yeah and they're not expensive 
Mm. Really? I think How much is that Rally Rig kit? Rally Rig kit's a little high. I think it's a couple grand for yeah. the... Well, they, they have like three different stages. You've got stage, stage, stage one, stage two, and stage three. Okay. I think, I, think, um, I think it's a couple grand for the, the stage three. But what's great about it is I, whoever came up with it, I believe it's a woman. Mm-hmm. She came up with it and she said um, uh, that they put it together and she ran the Trans-American Trail there and back. Damn. Right? Yeah. Like, because that's from Roanoke, Virginia to Astoria, Oregon. Yeah. Yes. And it's, they do it on bicycles, which that to me is insane. Like, they, they do a race, they did a race one year, and like the guy that won it didn't like 18 days. 3,500 miles. Oh, yeah. That's oh. incredible. Like, it's on, they, they did it on Netflix. Well. I go 18 days between bike rides. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot longer than that recently because yeah. you know, winter time and all. But yeah, yeah but it's just, yeah. That Trans American Highway, I want to do that. I just want to ride. That. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to ride that. I think I think it takes um, I think it's about uh, it's a three a three week thing. Yeah, this way I want to do it in three different stages. Take a week, do one, and then come back, start where you left off. Yep. Do it again, do it again. Yeah. And it's not it's not one road. There's you know there's uh, you can go trails. you can go up and down. Yeah. You can yeah. go um, when it's the West Coast. You got you'd, some options there. You'd have to ride it several. I mean, a lot of times to, to see it all. Yeah. Um, that being said, let's say we got three guys, three people. We have, we have three people. So we got three people that are interested in getting into dual sport riding. Okay. Oh, I'm into dual sport riding. Okay. You've got you've got a, a tall fucker like you. Oh, yeah. Okay. You got a shorter <laughs> fucker like the two of us. Yes, yeah, baby. And, and then you have a lady that would like to get into dual sport riding. What three bikes would you recommend for them? Ooh. Um, yeah. That one is tough. I think what's great about that is that middle guy, bikes. middle guy is a seasoned rider. The other two, seasoned rider and dirt, or um, uh, just seasoned period, just done everything. Yeah. Middle guy's done everything. Taller guy has ridden dirt bikes when he was younger, mostly street. The lady, just because, brand new. I think, I think with. What's out there on the market? You can get on Craigslist and find anything. You can find XR 400s, XR 600s, XR 650Ls. There are there's the DRZ 400s. There is um, Yamaha makes a 230. Uh, Honda makes a 230. There's all kind of bikes out there, and you can make them how you want them. You know, there's there's a kit where you we're can, checking. We're, we might be having technical difficulties. Hang on, but uh, keep talking. We're recording. Yeah, there's there's a kit where you can lower an XR 600. You can uh, any any dirt bike out there with a title. Um, yeah, you, you shouldn't have trouble. You yeah. go up to DMV and say, "Hey, look, here's my title. I want a license plate," and they, they give it to you. You know, there's no there's no Marty you have to go through. No one comes out and says, "Oh, well, you know, your blinkers don't work." They just yeah. they slide you a plate as long as you got a title. Right, that's awesome. Yeah, unless it says for offer of use only. Well, see, I've done that too. Yeah, yeah, and they, they just I think it all depends on who's at the DMV. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And again, just like forging documents in uh, in India, trying to get out of there, it's all about allegedly. I've never been to India. India. It's in, all about in India being confident, right? Oh, this is the the misfit show. Yes, yeah. yes, that's an allusion to them. But yes, yes. Oh. you walk in there and you're a little like, I don't know if this is going to work. It's not going to work. Yes, it's yeah. all about confidence yeah. mm-hmm. and selling it. Is what it is. Yeah. Hopefully, everybody can still see us because yeah, I think phones yeah, my phone's being weird. But whatever, we're still getting the questions and everything. Yes. Um, okay. But yeah. yeah, so I'm actually interested in dual sporting stuff. Just it's been growing. It's in interest in me. It's one of those deals where, because my BMW, it's <coughs> you can commute on it. You can do everything you want. It's just really aggressive. Mm-hmm. For commuting back and forth, and I love that bike. I'm never. It's one of those deals where I always talk shit about trading it in. Mm-hmm. I'm really probably not ever going to do it because it's <laughs> awesome, and I can take it on trips. But like, a, at like a DRZ 400 SM, I can ride that back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. Like, do errands on it. If I want to go be a hooligan, I can do it on that and call it a day. But yeah. talking about con- dirt bike conversions, would you do like a CRF or would you do an XR? Well, I think the XR makes a better dual sport bike. It's not as fast and it's heavier. Yeah. The thing is, is that a CRF, right? Well, the CRF um, is a motocross bike. Yeah. And it is meant for, you go to a corner, you pull in the clutch, you come out of the corner, you dump the clutch and you go, and that's it. 
a XR 600, you can sit there in fifth gear and you know run 50 miles an hour. You might be sitting there for an hour. Yeah. Or you do that on a motocross bike, you're going to beat at the bows. You're going okay. to you're going to beat the heads up. Yeah. So um, so to me, the older XRs are uh, a better choice, um, just because you can run them at a certain RPM for longer periods of time, and they run forever. They're not they're not as fast as the uh, the CRF, and they um, definitely not as light. Uh, yeah. The old old XRs are very heavy. Yeah, they are. But you know you you're if you're running a dual sport, you're gonna you're gonna come across a super tenor, you know, yeah. that big KTM right. 1190. Yeah. And XR 600 is not a heavy bike in the no. dual sport world. Compared to that, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it all depends on what you're trying to do. Do you want a super moto or do you want a, a dual sport bike? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you've got there's, the WR as well. Yeah, there's the WR, which yeah. is going to be better suited to it than the YZ or yeah. the KX or you know the CRF. Yeah, because Suzuki and Yamaha don't really have like a pure dual sport like that, like uh, a WR. Well, the, the Suzuki the, has Suzuki's got said the WR. Oh, they, they said they're coming out with the RMZ 450Z. Right. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've got cool. the WR like 400 and they've still got the 650. Yeah. So, I mean, there's your dual sport. There's your dual sport. But, I mean, well, based on like an actual motocross bike, they're, <coughs> they're not doing a... Uh, Cowie just doesn't seem to give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Cowie did the KLX. Yeah, the KLX. For a while. Yeah. But they've got the KLR, so that's their dual sport. Well, now the other... Yeah, another big difference between the motocross bike and the older XR or you know some of the bigger older um, bikes like that are the seat. Yeah, mm-hmm. a motocross seat is not meant to be set on. No, it's yeah, meant you know, to just be down the deck. Yeah. The only time you sit on that is going into a corner. Coming out of a corner, you go ahead and stand up. Yeah, if you can't sit on that seat right there for five hours. No. If you can, but you won't be happy about no. it. No, and if you can, you're probably like me and you're a dirt squeak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elbows me up. too. That it's was that was for me and him. You're right. <laughs> At least I know better. Elbows up. Yeah. Uh, Shit. You know, know kind of for me transitioning into the, the dual sport thing. I think the hypermotor was kind of the gateway drug for me because it's a bike that looks like it should be, but it's not. Uh, but I've, it's kind of gotten me thinking about that more and more and more. Man, it yeah, it's great. I wish I had. I wish I had an extra bike for you know, uh, just company to come out and yeah, go ride. I'm going to go check out the camera. We're checking the camera one more time. Apparently, we're having issues. Oh, I'm taking an issue break. Extreme close-up. Issue break. Issue break. Uh, Heck, we might. I think we're only getting close to an hour. We're right at an hour. Gotcha. Let's see. If you're still watching, message us to make sure and let us know that it's still going. Yes, please. So, I'm kind of wrapping it up. Once uh, Will gets back... We got a few more questions for him, and then we'll we'll close this down real quick. Okay, looks like it's working. I don't know. Awesome. So, but yeah, cool. thank yeah, you, Joe. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Um, but um, if you guys want to come hang out with us at the track, um, April the last weekend in April up in Bowling Green at NCM, I will be riding there. This one is supposedly going to be riding there. We'll see. There's going to be some friends coming with us. We'll have a pit. And everything kind of set up. Everybody come hang out. If you're in the Nashville area, it's an hour and 20 minutes north. You get off at exit 28, you'll see it right there, Kentucky. We're going to have two um, easy ups put together. Come hang out with us. Just come chill out with us. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all going to be going back and forth on the track, but come hang out. Come check the track day out. If you've never been to a track day or seen somebody go fast on a road race track that's not a professional, come hang out. Come check it out. You Trust me, you'll get hooked if you're on a sport bike. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, also, if you'd like to be a guest or if you'd like to uh, contribute or in, in any way, email us, wingmansgarage at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, message us on Facebook. That works really well. Both of us see Yeah, that And actually, so does really Tyler, well. if he's paying attention. Um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, or give us a call, 2625-GO-RIDE. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, potentially have you sitting on an ATV next to us as well. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, or you're going to be at the ha- at the, on the couch at the house. Yes, or something. Yeah. Um, I've already got a couple of different guests lined up for yep. us in the next couple of weeks. Do we want um, to let, let them know who's coming next week? No. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll announce that later. We'll we'll let them know that. Yes. Next uh, week. But he knows it's who Trump. he is. It ain't Trump. I can guarantee that. No, unless he rides, which I don't think he does. Pence does. Yes. Pence but does. That'll be. Yeah. That'll be. Well, he's on a bat. He's on a street glide. Oh. He still rides. Right. Anyway. But yeah. Again, anyway. if you'd like to be on the show, yeah. or if you have any ideas or you have any comments. Let us know. Let us know. For real. Reach out to us. Let us know. Please let us know. Yes. Uh, also, 
really quickly. Please tell all your friends about the show. Have them uh, like us on Instagram, on Facebook. If they follow us on Twitter, that's cool too. Don't really follow Twitter. Yeah, we don't follow really tweets. But yeah, definitely let them know. Share us. <laughs> Get on iTunes, Google Play if you're listening on Google Play. Yeah. Leave us a review, please, 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 please. It'll actually lead to bigger and better things here in the very. If future. you leave us review reviews on either one of them, it actually gets us up in the rankings. Yes. So, and the more exposure we get, the better it's going to help everybody have fun with us because, it, come on, it's just me and him talking shit. And how much fun is that? You know? I think it's a lot of fun. It is fun. Yeah. We have a good time. But it, like, bigger Hopefully rankings lets us be out there more and bring better guests, that kind of thing. Let us, well, not, Will's fantastic. But, but get us the better guests, like Will. Like, get Paul. us the better guests, yeah. Will. And our upcoming guests. And upcoming guests that we have come and have lined up. Um, you know, I've got racer friends that mm-hmm. are going to come on the show. And In fact, I'd really like to, uh, you know, one day talk to the guy that's on the wall there. That one's going to be tough. Yeah, I thought that was a good picture of me that's right a- there. That was- <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not really him. Yeah. It's <laughs> Matt Maladden in 2004. Yes, we're the KBC. God, oh, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, that was mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a Matt Maladden nerd. It's terrible. But anyway. Yes, Brandon, thank you. Yes. Share and invite. Share and invite. Please, thank you so much. Um, again, 2625. Go ride. Hey, we did it backwards that time. Yeah, we did. It's got to yeah. happen eventually. Yeah, it, we knew <laughs> it was going to happen. But anyway, but yeah, let us know anything that you guys want want us to talk about. Any kind of questions you want us to want us to answer. We'll throw out who's coming, what the kind of the gist is going to be, and you guys want to give us questions and everything else. Please, please let us know. Yes. And iTunes and Google Play reviews, please. Mm-hmm. That way we can do better. Yeah. How about that? It's kind of weird seeing how many different places we're popping up. That's really Player.fm. Yeah. Um, the podcast chart, which was awesome. That was fortunate. We're not quite there with that same ranking anymore. But, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We were there. We should have screenshot it and been done. It, that's true. Oh, well, I don't care. Again, we're only here because you guys let us be Yeah, here. because you guys listen to us and hang out. Um, real quick, before we finally sign off, because we're getting close to that time. Yeah. I want to get back to Will. I've got a question for him, because uh, I'm sure he knows our pain. How often do you guys work with side-by-sides here? Uh, very often. What um, are your thoughts daily on the side-by-side market? Have y'all... Okay, so when is the last time y'all were in a side-by-side off-road? Oh, side-by-sides are fun. I, I won't... Deny that. Rhino 660. It was uh, oh, right, 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 uh, a okay. 570 in Jamaica. Okay. What is awesome about the side-by-sides is that you can get into a Razor 1000 for <coughs> under 16 grand. Mm-hmm. This is the closest to a trophy truck that you can get into for less than what you can buy the truck for. We'll see. We'll They're look. amazing. Trophy truck, if you, if you need to look up a definition of macho... There should be a picture of a trophy truck in dictionary. Mm-hmm. Trophy trucks are fantastic. I love. I, I'm not a huge off road guy, but trophy trucks are bad. Like that's just those things are nuts. I love them. Any trophy truck video what that pops up, I'm watching. Yeah, they're I mean, insane. It is. It's basically a giant uh, dune buggy that ha- you can get 150 horsepower out of them now. You can get 12 inches of suspension. They they're amazing pieces of machinery. And we work on a lot of them. There is uh, I don't there's know, two outside right now. Yeah, there's two outside. There's a Razor 900 motor sitting right here. Um, we do it all from top to bottom with the side by sides and the ATVs. There's nothing, yeah. you know, there's nothing that's uh, nothing too big, nothing too small here. As long um, as it's uh, 1990 and up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that's um, uh, that is the market that we'd. Uh, that we're into right now and uh, we'd love to do more of. Yeah, so, it's definitely yeah. a market that has increased year by year by year um, to the point now where, honestly, at the shop, 90% of my phone calls are side-by-sides. Yeah. Andrew, my buddy Andrew that lives out in Houston, uh, runs a parts department out in mm-hmm. Houston. It's the top two side-by-side dealer in the country. Because it's everybody coming off oil rigs and they've got mm-hmm. the, all this money. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, the the shit he's building, it's obscene. Two hundred horsepower, huge lift. Everything. I mean, the I see this stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, like two hundred horsepower to side by side blows my mind. Yeah. Blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. So not even not even you know you can compare them to a trophy truck, but you can compare them to a dirt car. Yeah. You know, like, like a buggy. So, yeah, you can jump in one go out on your farm, make a circle track, and sling it sideways 
through three and four. Yeah, yeah. and they're incredible. Make most areas make them street legal. The street legal oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The yeah. Gen- the general manager of my dealership, he drives his to work. Oh yeah. yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, we drive them around all the time around the road. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a big thing. So, real quick, Chris Hardy, Teddy, thank you for joining us. I hate doing this, but I think we're about to sign off here in a minute. We actually are. But real quick, Will, where where are we right now? Uh, we're at Nashville ATV Repair at three six three nine Trousdale Drive by the Zoo. Yes. We work on motorcycles, four wheel four wheelers, side by sides, anything you got. That's all. It's built after nineteen ninety. Yeah. Right. Anything is not. It's not a, a car. Truck SUV, it has to be power sports related. Right. Don't bring him a Camaro or Chinese stuff. Yeah, no, no Chinese, no Chinese, no Chinese stuff. <laughs> yeah, but anything 1990 plus sport bike, cruiser. There's a what is it, Road King? Is that what's back here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Road, Road King, King back here Road in the shop. King back there. There's, there's a Banshee back there. Yeah, oh, we've got, oh, yeah, we got a Banshee back there. There's I a Banshee, there's a blaster, everything. So, <laughs> if it's power sport related, bring it to him. Yes. Yeah. 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 Brainiac area. Yeah, right we'll, by the zoo. Right by the zoo. We'll put the um, we'll put all the contact info up on our Facebook page yeah, on, and on everything else. Right well. on the show notes and everything else. So yeah. Yeah. I think on that note, we've talked enough. Tonight. We've talked yeah. way too much tonight. So Will, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you for letting thank you for letting us coming over. For Thanks for having me. Thanks oh, anytime. Yeah, you're back. Oh, uh, absolutely. You'll be back once Please. it warms up. We'll yeah. You know, you know, what look great right here is that track bike that you guys got. Well, that's true. The project bike would look fantastic in here. That's Put true. It right up here, maybe do like a uh, how-to. Yes, I'm how down. To set up track bike. We well, go. I'm down. We'll do it. Yep. Let's get to the point where we can actually ride the thing. And then we'll do it. <laughs> I'm down. We'll get it going. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's do it. Cool. I'll go to the track with you. Sweet. I, shit, we're in. Let's Hurry. go. He's coming. He's coming too. All so, right. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us, episode thirty-seven. Thank you so much. Yep. I'm Chris the Wingman. Daniel the Track Rat. Will Wright, Nashville ATV Repair. And we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Yep.